There's no place for argument You are God all by yourself You are God from beginning to the end There's no place for argument You are God all by yourself sure that this morning the Lord will visit with you. Shout hallelujah. I want us to open our mouth and begin to give praise to the name of the Lord this beautiful morning. The Bible says this is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Let's worship the name of the Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the one that woke us up this morning. I want us to lift up our voice. Let's thank God with zeal. Let's thank God with our strength. He is a good God. Father, we worship you. Lord, we magnify your name. Lord, we bless your name this morning. For what you intend to do in our midst again. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. For every member of our family, we thank you. For our nation, we thank you. For our children, we thank you. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor. Lord, we give you adoration this morning. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to go before God to go and ask for his mercy this morning. We are going to open our mouth and say, Father Lord, I'm here again at your presence. Be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, this morning, let me receive your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, let each and every one of us receive your mercy. By your mercy, O God, come and do something new. Come and do something marvelous for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to experience your power. We want to experience your grace. We want to experience your, 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 your goodness unto us. Lord, come down and manifest yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, open the windows of heaven unto us and let there be a pony of your grace. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to go before God again to go and ask that this morning the blood of Jesus will cleanse and sanctify us. In the name of Jesus, let's pray, let's open our mouth and ask God to sanctify us and ask God to purify us. By the blood of Jesus. The Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father Lord, this morning let me be purged and be cleansed by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let every defilement in my spiritual body be cleansed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, Lord, every negative dreams of the night, by the power of your blood, let them be cancelled this morning. In the name of Jesus, let each and every one of us be marked for protection and for preservation as we go out this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that by the power and the blood of Jesus, you will redeem today for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is going to be a good day. It is going to be a better day for us. In the name of Jesus, we shall rejoice in this day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we cancel every negative experience of today. In the name of Jesus, by the power and the blood of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you will go before us. You will sprinkle your blood upon all our highways. You will sprinkle your blood upon all our malls, upon all our schools. In the name of Jesus, and let every finished work of the enemy be cancelled and be destroyed by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, we come against every sickness. We come against every pain in our body by the power and the blood of Jesus. Lord, this morning, let the blood of Jesus prevail for every one of us. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you this beautiful morning for what you intend to do again in our midst. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as we go briefly into your word, come and manifest yourself unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us experience the goodness of your, of your, of your word. Let us experience the goodness of your power in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, we thank you, we give you praise because you have answered us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer again. And I'm believing God that this morning, the Lord will meet with us and the Lord will manifest his, himself unto us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want us to open our Bible the book of Psalm 34, and I'm just going to read verse 8. The Bible says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. 
old taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who put his trust in him. This morning, very quickly, I just want to show us what I've titled Tasting and Seeing the Goodness of God. Tasting and Seeing the Goodness of God. The book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. Peter also quoted the same scripture. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. The Bible says, If indeed you have tasted, look at that, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, look at that, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Now, when we talk about taste, taste is one of our senses. We have, as human beings, we have at least five senses. So, a sense of taste is one of our senses. And by that, we talk about the experience, what we experience, you know. And this taste, it can be bitter and it can be sweet. But the Bible makes us to understand that as believers, when we have a taste of the goodness of God, it is something good. It's not a bitter experience. Our encounter with God will never produce any bitter experience in our life. Our encounter with God is an encounter that is born out of His grace, that is born out of His mercy, that is born out of, out of His love for us. And that's why the psalmist says, sometimes there are some things that you will not see until when you taste it. There are some things that you will not see until when we taste it. And from that verse, uh, from, verse uh, from that verse uh, 8 of that Psalm 34, the Bible says, Oh, taste and see. So, which means what we taste will determine what we see. I love that. What we taste, which means what we eat will determine what we see. You know, it's it, it just like Adam and Eve, when they were in the Garden of Eden, God told them, that there is a tree in the middle of the garden which you must not eat. For in the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. And when the serpent came to them in, in, in Genesis chapter 3, look at what the devil told the woman. Genesis chapter 3. Uh, let me read it from verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, As God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Look at verse 4 now. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, look at, look at, look at what the devil say. your eyes will be what? Will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Oh, taste and see. So the devil also know about this mystery of tasting something. He so said, when you eat that fruit, 
your eyes will be opened. So what I'm trying to explain to us is that what we hit determine what we see. And that's why I'm believing God that this morning as we go deeper into the word of God, God will begin to reveal himself unto us in a new dimension in the name of Jesus. So 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 I, I look at look at verse look at look at verse 4. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. You will not surely die. And look at verse 6 now. So when the woman saw, look at that, he saw that the tree was good for food, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband with her. And look at, look at the next thing the Bible says. Verse 7. Then what happened? Then the eyes of both of them were opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed thick leaves together and made themselves covering. Now, what I'm trying to explain to us is that what we eat, what we taste, will determine what we see. So, which means our, our taste. There are some things that we, if we want to see clearly in the thing, if we want to see clearly, you know, in the in the kingdom of God, then we need to start eating some things that will help us to see. That's what I'm trying to explain to us. That will help us to see. Do you know, for example, when Jesus Christ appeared to the disciples in the book of uh, Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24, uh, the, the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus Christ, he, he gave them the bread, which represents a, a kind of holy communion. And after they have eaten it, the Bible says when he broke the bread and gave it to them, the Bible makes us to understand that their eyes were opened. When he broke the bread and when he gave it to them, the Bible said their eyes were opened. Now, let, let, me, let, let me show us very quickly the book of uh, Luke 24. Luke 24 and verse 28. The Bible said, Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is fast spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. And look at verse 31 now. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. Look at that. So, so, so which means when Jesus Christ gave them the Holy Communion, and they tasted it, they ate it, their eyes were opened. Now, I'm just going to give us some of the things we need to start eating if we want to see. If we want to see in the realm of the Spirit, if we want to experience the goodness of God in our life, if we want to experience the power of God in a new dimension, if we want to begin to see God at a higher level in every area of our life, we need to start eating. We need to start eating because what you eat will determine what you will see. Now, the first thing that we, that, that the first thing, let me just give it to us. I think I mentioned that already. The first thing that we need to eat is holy communion. Holy communion. You know, this is just literal food. But it represents the blood of Jesus. It represents the, the bread. The bread represents the flesh of Jesus. 
Because from where we read, when Jesus gave them the fruit, I mean, when he gave them the bread, and they ate it, the Bible said their eyes were opened. Their eyes were opened. So if we want to begin to see, you know, and this is a deeper teaching, I may not go fully into, into full detail this morning, but if you want to begin to see, we cannot take the Holy Communion for granted. We can't take it for granted. Do you know there are some of us, I, I don't know maybe because of the fact that some of our churches have not really been opened, we have not taken Holy Communion for a long time. I want to encourage us that that is one of the mysteries of the kingdom. And if we want to begin to see better, if we want to begin to see clearly as a Christian, we need to be conscious of that. We need to, this is knowledge, this is revelation, that when we hit it, it has the, the power to open our eyes. Even Adam and Eve, when they ate the forbidden fruit, something opened their eyes. Something opened their eyes. They saw that they were naked. Although that was on the negative side, they ate what they were not supposed to eat. I didn't mean that they were eating the, the fruit of the garden that God asked them to see. The more they eat the good fruit, the more they see God in their life. Because after they ate the forbidden fruit, the Bible makes us to understand that God kicked them out of the garden of Eden. They lost their fellowship with God. They lost, they lost their communion with God. But I didn't mean that they were eating the good fruit of the garden. I didn't mean that they continued to obey God and they did everything that God asked them to do. They would have been seeing God on daily basis in the garden. Because the Bible makes us to understand in Genesis 3 verse 8 that God actually came down during the cool of the hour, during the cool of the day, to have communion with Adam. And that was when God found out that they had eaten the forbidden fruit. So, holy communion, that's one of the ways. That's one of the ways we can taste. You know, we are talking about something we can taste, something we can eat. And as we do so, I pray that the Lord will open our eyes in the name of Jesus. Now, let, let me show us another thing we can taste. In, in Hebrew chapter 6, Hebrew chapter 6, Hebrew chapter 6, from verse 4 to 5. The Bible was talking about some things we can taste. That is, some things we can experience in Hebrew chapter 6, from verse 4 to 5, 4 to 6, rather. The Bible said, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift. Can you see that? And have tasted the heavenly gift. Now, these are talking about uh, the gift of the Spirit, the heavenly gift. These are talking about deeper, you know, gifts. The gift, you know, when, when it comes to gift, heavenly gift is it go beyond not it go beyond um, uh, just the the nine gifts being mentioned in First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve. You know, it go beyond that. It go beyond that. I say those who have tasted the heavenly gift. You now, part of the heavenly gift for us is salvation. So that, and that is where it begins, you know, you know, the taste of salvation, that is those who have experienced Jesus as their Lord and Savior, you know, because Jesus Christ is the gift of God to us. And that's the first gift we need to have, we need to taste before we can begin to taste or begin to see deeper things of God. So the Bible says, for it is impossible for those who, who were once enlightened, look at that, and have tasted the heavenly gift, heavenly gift. And have become partakers of the Holy Spirit, those who are filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, these are experiences that we need to have if we want to see. 
and, and, and have tasted the good word of God. Look at that. And the power of the age to come. The good word of God. Do you know it's possible to listen to the word of God that when you, when you are listening to it, you may lose your physical sense of uh, taste for food. I'm talking about you can be listening to the word of God to the point that you will not be hungry anymore. You will not feel hunger. You know, that's why it's, it's a good thing when we are fasting to read the word of God. Because as we are fasting, when we read the word of God, we are feeding our spiritual man. We are feeding our spiritual man to become uh, more powerful, to become more healthy, and, and to grow up in the Lord. So, and, and these are some of the things that the Bible make, you know, mentioned here that we need to taste. We need to taste heavenly gift. We need to become partakers of the Holy Spirit. And we, and we need to taste the good word of God. And the power of the age to come. These are things we need to test. <laughs> oh my goodness. The power of the age to come. The power of the age to come. You know, when we're talking about the power of the age to come, we are, we are talking about living heaven on earth. Because the age to come is heaven. And in heaven there is no weeping. In heaven there is no sorrow. In heaven there is, there is always joy. In heaven there is pleasantness. In heaven, there is always fellowship with God. In heaven, there is light. There is no darkness. In fact, the Bible makes us understand the book of Revelation that Jesus Christ will become the light in heaven. The light in heaven. The power of the age to come. Now, I'm just trying to tell us that there are so many things that we need to experience. It's not until when we die that we should experience heaven as a Christian. You know, while on earth, we can begin to have experience of the power of the age to come. The power of the age to come. I pray that will be our experience in the name of Jesus. I said that will be our experience in the mighty name of Jesus. From this morning henceforth, we shall begin to taste of the power of God. We shall begin to taste of the goodness of God in the name of Jesus. You know, Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16. Look at what Jeremiah said. He, he, he said, he, he, he said that, uh, your word were found and I heard them. Look at that. And your word was to me the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Look at that. Like Jeremiah found the word of God and he said, your word became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. He tasted the word of God. This is what we are talking about. Tasting the word of God. Tasting the word of God. And believing God that this morning God will give us of his good word in the name of Jesus. Even when we are reading the word in our private time, you know, God will begin to unfold things to us, things beyond our human senses in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at the book of Revelation chapter 10 from verse 9 to 10. The Bible says, So I write, so I went to the angel and said to him, Give me the little book. And he said to me, Take and eat. Look at that. And it will make your stomach bitter. But it will be is it will be as sweet as honey in your mouth. <laughs> Do you know sometimes when we hear the mess- some messages or some word of God, it makes our mouth to be bitter at first. Maybe maybe the thing the man of God is saying is something that addresses a particular areas of our life and we don't really like it. And we say, why is the man of God talking like that? Did somebody tell him about me? 
How did he get to know? Maybe my wife already told her, I mean, told the man of God, you know, what I was doing in my house or things like that. Do you know some people have had that kind of encounter? Maybe the pastor was, you know, preaching on a Sunday and they thought maybe their wife told the pastor about the fight they had the, the previous week. <laughs> so, so look at what the Bible says. The Bible says when the angel gave that food or the, the, that book to John to eat, you know, John said it, it make my stomach to be bitter. But, you know, eventually it will become as sweet as honey when we take the word of God. And look at verse 10. Then I took the little book out of the hands of the angel and hate it. And hate it. And it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. Look at that. My stomach became So which means sometimes, you know, the word of God at times when, when we... When we when it addresses sins, especially in our life, you know, the, our flesh may react to it. But if we can take it as the word of God and apply it to our life, it will bring honey and sweetness into our life. I want us to go and pray. This is just an introduction uh, into this topic this morning. Uh, maybe as God will help us, we can go deeper into it. Uh, but this is just an introduction. I want us to go and open our mouth and, and begin to ask God, uh, to give us appetite, appetite for, for the things of God. Do you know the reason why many of us are not growing spiritually, you know, is because we don't have appetite, appetite. You know, some of us, we only, maybe we only spend few minutes in the world. You know, if we are not tasting the good word of God, there's no way we can see. Many of us are, no, we want to see. We want to, we want to begin to see visions of God. We want to begin to see visions of heaven. We want to begin to see even visions of angels visiting us. But until when we have tasted the word of God, until when we have tasted the power of the Holy Spirit, until when we have tasted the gift of heaven, until when we have tasted the gift of salvation, we may not be able to see better. I want us to open our mouth this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, increase my appetite for the things of the kingdom. Increase my appetite for the things of your of your world. Increase my appetite for spiritual things. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Oh God, increase our appetite. Increase our appetite, O God, for the things of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, increase our appetite for the things of God. Increase our appetite, increase our desire to know you more. To pursue you up, to pursue you more. In the name of Jesus, I want us to open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, this morning, increase our appetite. We want to know you more. David was saying in Psalm 42, verse 1, he said, as the deer pant for the water brooks. Look at that. So pant my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. Why they say continually to me, where is your God? He said, look at what he said in verse 4. He said, when I remember the things, my experience, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go to the multitude. 
I went with them to the house of God. Look at that. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pregame feast. I want us to open our mouth. David was, you know, he was sharing about his experience in the house of God. He was sharing about what he encountered with God. I want us to open our mouth this morning and say, Father, increase my appetite in the name of Jesus for the things of God, for spiritual things, for spiritual encounters. Increase our appetite in the name of Jesus. My Posudia. Lord, increase our appetite to God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth. We are going to cry to God and say, Father, kill my appetite for the things of the flesh. Kill my appetite for the things of the flesh. Do you know there was there was a time, maybe like almost seven, seven years or I can't remember, but long time ago, I, 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 there was a series I saw on Netflix. You know, and uh, I, I, I think it was Prison Break. I know some of us, we understand what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know. But I think it was Prison, prison Break or so. And before I knew it, I watched the first episode and I could, I could not sleep. Do you know, I was supposed to go to work <laughs> maybe by 8 a.m. the following day. And I watched the series until like 5, 5 a.m. Maybe I started like around 11 I can't remember, but it took my attention. I couldn't stop watching that that series. Do you know sometimes that is how the things of the flesh is sometimes. I'm not saying that we should not be watching Netflix or whatever, but what I'm saying is that sometimes it can take our attention away from the things of God, that we don't remember the things of God. And that is how our attention should be taken into the things of God, to the point that we lose our sleep for it, to the point that we even lose our hunger for it. Do you know it's possible for one, you know, for you to like uh, say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to read my Bible. And before you know it, you have studied for one hour. You have studied for two hours. You have studied for three hours. And it's, it, it just seems to you like it's just, you have studied the word of God for, for five minutes. For five minutes. There was an experience that was shared with me about uh, Ayobabaola. The Ayobabaola, this man was the founder of CAC. I was told that this man visited a family, you know, and they were about to, they were about to uh, eat. It was in the evening, and they told Baba, they say, hey, Baba, can you please bless this food for us before we eat? And they said, Baba opened his mouth and started praying, and one hour he was still praying, two hours he was still praying, three hours he was still praying, four hours he was still praying, five hours he was still praying. I think he prayed for almost eight hours. In fact, the, the people that invited him, I guess maybe they just ate the food and went to bed. They woke up in the morning, they saw Baba praying again. And after he came back to his consciousness, he told them, ah, what time is it? I think I just prayed for like uh, five minutes. He said, ah, Baba, you've been praying for the past ten, uh, eight hours. I'm talking about people who, who, who get so much into the things of God that they lose their physical senses. In this world, they lose their senses. I want us to open our mouth. <laughs> we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, keep my appetite for the things of the flesh. Keep my appetite for, for things of this world. Kill my appetite for the things taking away my attention from you. Because I want to devote more time to you. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, kill our appetite, oh God, for the things of the flesh, for the things of this world. In the name of Jesus, open our mouth, open your mouth. 
majuda ha ekete kuzadivia lo kila wa appetite to god for the things of the flesh in the name of jesus mazota lagaba ekete lupasudia lo kila wa appetite for the things of this world in the name of jesus we want to taste and see that you are good we want to have a good experience of heavenly things in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth and pray that prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Bible says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out today, let me experience your goodness in every area of my life. I also want to have this experience of your goodness. I want to have experience of your grace. I want to have experience of your glory. I want to have experience of your blessing. Lord, as I go out this morning, Lord, let me taste of your goodness. Let me taste of your power. Let me taste of your blessing. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your out as we go out this morning, Lord, apostle taste of your goodness, apostle taste of your power, apostle taste of your blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. In all our ways today, Lord, apostle taste of your goodness. Let us experience your blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us have an encounter with you, O God, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want Want us to open our mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out today, every power that has been assigned to frustrate my effort, to make me to fail or to make me to fall, let that power be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. As we go out today, as we are going out today to our places of work, as we are going out today for our places of appointment, Lord, we ask that every power that has been assigned from the pit of air to cause us to fall, to cause us to fail or to frustrate our effort, we against you. We bind and we, re- we release fire of judgment against you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, as I go out today, let my heavens be opened for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus, let that be a prayer of your grace. Let that be a prayer of your favor upon me. Open my heavens for signs and wonders. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, open our heavens for signs and for wonders. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of this week, open our heavens for signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, Mazada Lagaba, open our heavens for signs and wonders. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you, we give you praise because you have answered us. Lord, we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. As we go out this morning, let your power and your presence rest upon us. In the name of Jesus, let us taste and see of your goodness. Let us taste and see of your power. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you will kill our appetite for the things of this world and increase our appetite for the things of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.